yes, Lord, oh yes, Lord, oh yes, Lord, we are here to worship you, Lord, receive our expression in song, oh yeah, oh yes, we worship you tonight, oh Come before you, Lord, in this hour to worship you, Lord. Oh, yes, to worship you, Lord. Oh, yes, you deserve the honor. You deserve the praise. Oh, yes, Lord, we acknowledge you tonight, Lord. We acknowledge you tonight, oh, Lord. You are worthy to be praised. We surrender all and everything. We lay everything down tonight, oh Lord, to worship you, to worship you, just to worship you. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live, I live. To worship you. Mm -hmm. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. I live to worship you. Hey, to worship you. To worship you. Yes, Lord, to live, to live, to worship you, to I worship live. worship you, I live. To worship you, to I worship live. you, I live, I live. To worship you. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. To worship you, I live, Lord. To worship you, I live. To worship. To Lord, 
hush your voice, great and mighty. You are great and mighty. Is our God in all the storm, in peace and storm, wherever you are, great and mighty is our God. Holy, you are holy. You are 
Yes, Bat Nation, Nation family. Listen, wherever you are right now, I want you to just focus. I want you to drop every other thing as we're about to go into another minute of worship. The Spirit of God is in your homes wherever you are right now. You know, this is a covenant time, a covenant hour. At this moment, this is when God begins to meet with us, to direct us, to show us what He wants us to do, the next step. So, as we begin to worship Jesus at the center of it all, it's you that I see. I want everybody in their family homes from from the recruitment house to the gold house to every house watching tonight. Everybody watching tonight, I want to see your comments and your, 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 your on this periscope. I believe I'm seeing comments. I'm seeing from Pastor Ashley to all the family houses. Everybody watching from around the world, whatever time you're watching from. I know everybody is watching from around the nations. So in just a moment, we're going to go back into the place of worship. And I want everybody's heart tuned in right now. In the name of Jesus, we're about to begin to worship. I need to hear your voices. I need to hear your voices begin to lift up a sound of worship in this house right now. Yeah. Good evening. Good evening. I see the comments coming in, but as the comments are coming in, I want you to get ready. Yeah, because the Spirit of the Lord, I've got a scripture for you before we worship, actually. Let's do this scripture before we worship. Then we'll go back to the place of worship. Let me do this before we worship, actually. Acts chapter 14. Acts chapter 14. Just before we worship, because I may come back to this scripture after, but this is, as we were worshiping just before now, this is the scripture that just came to my heart, and I thought I would share it with you as we spend time in the Word tonight. Pastor Faith, you can read this very quickly. And then I would use this to give us another five minutes of worship. Acts chapter 14, read please. This man mm. heard Paul speaking. What, what, Acts chapter 14, from what verse is that? Verse 9, sir. Let's, let's start a, a few verses before. Let's see what it says. And in Lystra, mm. a certain man without strength in his feet okay. was yep. sitting. Mm-hmm. A cripple from his mother's womb. Oh, my days. You know, I think on Sunday we started talking about the transportation vehicle that will bring you to where you are in life. So now a story begins to unfold again. And it says here that there was a certain man from Lystra. The name is not important. What is actually important is the transportation vehicle. So God will birth you in a certain location. But you see, your name at that point is not important. What is important is the story that God is writing. I don't want to go ahead of myself tonight, but what I want to speak to you about tonight and after we worship is the story that God is using you to write. You know, PT mentioned on Sunday that God started in Genesis, but where he is going is Revelation. So I want to tell you about a certain man from Lystra. I, I, I need to use this to engage you in the place of worship because sometimes what can happen is that you can be seeing words coming out and you forget the most potent 
instrument that actually changes the life of a generation. But let's read. A certain man from Lystra was sitting. What was this certain man's ailment? Let's see. A cripple from his mother's womb. So he was a cripple from his mother's womb. This man actually had things about his life that he didn't ask for. There were certain things that he was from his mother's womb. That his feet did not work from his mother's womb. There were certain things in his life that if he had it his way, they would have been working. But God designed it that he would be a cripple from his mother's womb because that would be the transportation vehicle that is going to have him sitting before the man of God. Listen to this tonight. Go for it. A cripple from his mother's womb mm. who had never walked. <laughs> You know, I just sometimes think maybe it was the design of God for this generation to have never walked so that they can sit. So there was a certain generation from Lystra. There was a certain generation in 2020, a cripple from their mother's womb, a certain community, a certain kind of people that were crippled and they had never walked. They never knew what it meant to walk. You know, there were certain things that you would have wanted to be in life. You know, the word successful comes to mind, but you would never know what that is because God had designed it that you would meet a certain man at a certain time that will introduce you to the story that God is writing. But again, I just want to take you to the place of worship. Let's read on. This man heard Paul speaking. This man heard Paul. This man did not see God. And I started this on Sunday. I said... Jeremiah, when God told Jeremiah to go down to see him, he actually saw his words. So now he says, this man heard Paul speaking, but this is what I need you to get out of just this verse as we worship tonight. Go for it. Paul, observing him intently. So Paul's looking at him intently, so is what? And seeing mm. that he had faith to be healed. So what Paul saw, was although this man was not walking, he had faith to walk. Are you ready for the word tonight? So now I understand that there is an intense moment when you come on the periscope at night, at midnight, to join in the worship night, there is an intention that God has designed for nights like tonight. There is an intention, there is, an, there is a meeting point, a covenant that God wants to set up with yourself and myself. And he says that, do you have faith to walk tonight? So when we go into the place of worship, it's to soften our hearts. To soften our hearts to the faith that God has already embedded on the inside of you. Because you see that certain man from Lystra, the faith was always there. It was just one encounter that he needed to have. Are you ready to worship tonight for just five more minutes? And then I will come back and share the word for you. Remember, I want to talk to you about the story that God is writing in your life. We can take it away. No warm up, just go for it straight away. That's right. Yeah. 
right. Now is our time to worship. Listen, we're going to get into the word in just a moment, but you know, I'm always reminded, and every time there's a worship night like this, I'm reminded of times where Pastor Toby would take us from 12 a.m. to 4 a.m. just worshiping and praying. For God has given us understanding more than the Asians. I remember that scripture, and I'm just using this to warm you up for the word tonight because sometimes what happens is when in the midst of a lot of noise, you can forget the core things that God has brought into your life to take you from phase to phase. I keep reminding myself that life, we never got here by plan. We never got here by planning five years down the line. No, 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 no. We got here because we said, You are Yahweh. Hey, you are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. So then we go through scriptures. We go through the word after word. Said line must be upon line. Principle upon principle. Step upon step. And that's what these worship nights, the word nights are. Is It is actually sorting out the story of your life. And 
that's why somebody said, well, how can I just go far by just listening to the word of God and, and going back over the word? No, you're not just listening to the word. You're putting line upon line and principle upon principle. So when the man was sitting and he was lame, what the word was doing was teaching him how to walk. There's a generation that will learn how to walk because you're sitting tonight. Oh my God, I don't think you just heard what I said to you. There's a whole generation that will learn how to walk because you decided to sit. And that was what the man had to do. So God had to cripple a generation just so that there will be men that will learn how to walk through them. And that's what God is saying to us tonight that I want to make a generation walk. And you know, one of the things that I saw about God was God would actually cripple you so that he will be able to look at you. Wait, wait for me for a second because I know that this man, you would have thought it was the man looking at Paul. But Paul was looking at the man because he saw his faith. So tonight God sees the faith in your heart rising and he's saying to us tonight that if you can just believe a little more, I'm about to release an unreachable generation to you. Yes, I've done it in times past before. And you know tonight's like this are prophetic nights. The nights where we begin to speak to ourselves about what God wants to do in the nations. And the nation family, God says to us that he's not done with us yet. There's an unreachable generation that he wants us to reach. And he says, now it's your turn. He gave us an example of Pastor Toby saying, look, I only put Pastor Toby in front of you to show you the, the seas that can be parted, the waves that you can walk upon. He says now that, look, I'm calling for you. This generation is the generation I sent Pastor Toby for, but now is that generation's time to rise. The lame generation, the generation who were crippled from birth and who, but who had faith to walk tonight when we worship God is a night to say, Lord, I'm no longer going to stumble whilst walking, you know. When you start to walk, you can stumble sometimes because you've never been used to walking. So what people will do is, let me tell you the job of Pharisees. Pharisees, Pharisees, Pharisees accuse you of stumbling. But you know <laughs> what happens when the woman is caught in adultery saying, Lord, uh, oh my God, I, maybe I should just start this way. Is it all right if I start this way tonight? Look, when God had the woman that was caught in adultery, listen to this. There was adultery for a reason. I know this isn't going to sound like normal Christianity however they preach it there was adultery for a reason there were questions in their hearts mm. there's nothing that you stumble into by accident there's even a frustration growing in your heart there's something that is budding and you don't know how to deal with it that's called the lame generation so what happens is that they as they try to walk they stumble and and then guess what the pharisees do they point at your stumbling you know, when you first came into the nation, what was that was just a sign that you had faith to walk. But then as you began to try and walk, you almost got out of your chair and tried to walk. And when you were trying to walk, then there was a stumble. But God says tonight that, yes, that stumble was needed because without the Pharisees' accusation, it, it would have not brought you to me. 
Oh my God. Do you know the thing that brought the woman who was caught in adultery to Jesus was not the fact that she committed adultery. It was actually the accusations. So if she was not lame, if she could not walk, then God could not actually be introduced to her. So don't be afraid when there's a man, you know, the people did not know his name because of the, the infirmity that he carried. But that infirmity was going to be the beginning of his story. There was a certain man in Lystra. So what is God saying to us now? I brought you to a place where now you can rise and walk. So all the accusations, all the offenses that have gone ahead, now it was only so that it can bring you to my attention. And now he says to the nation family, you have caught my attention. So worship nights like this is what God waits for. Why does he wait for? Because there is a family that despite their, even their own faults, despite their own stumblings, you know stumbling is actually at your own, your, it is your own fault. But he says, despite that, they were willing to be brought before Jesus. God says to us tonight, I'm getting ready to do a new thing in the nations. I'm getting ready to reach the unreachable, and it starts with us. Are you ready for the word tonight? Praise God. Should we just sing that a couple more times, and then we'll go straight for the word? family tonight. Let me see who's on tonight as we get into the word. Greetings to you. Praise God. Praise God. I'm just seeing the comments now. Ready, ready, ready. Awesome. Awesome. So good evening to you. Let me not stay too long in the greetings. Uh, midnight. Midnight Periscope with the nation. Morning. All, uh, all I see you. I'm sorry because it doesn't show the no more acts, so I can't know who exactly it is, but I'm greeting everybody tonight. 
Well done. I see Est Minister Esther Mary, Madam Sylvia. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Great stuff. Shall I start from Matthew chapter 5 tonight? Praise God. Matthew chapter 5. And I'm just going to take a short message from there. Praise God. Good evening, sir, from the Stracker House. Good evening, good morning, whatever time of the day it is that you're watching. I know many people are watching from all over the nations, and I, I greet you on behalf of the senior pastor as well. Of course, you would have seen that he's around, um, but I'm taking the word tonight. I'm taking the word, so I hope you're ready for the word. Okay, let's do it. Matthew chapter 5 from verse 1, let's read. I'm just going to go straight for the word tonight, and then... So give me about 30 minutes of just word, and then we then go back into the place of worship. Praise God. Let's go for it. Matthew chapter 5. And seeing the multitude, yeah. he went up on a mountain. So can I just quickly do a recap to uh, of yesterday's word, which was simply about searching out unidentified leaders, but we began to talk about the unreachable. And when we were speaking about the unreachable, there were certain things that PT began to say. One was, you cannot win the Jew unless you have the ability to become a Jew. Now, remember, we've left this, and I think I must mention this, we've left the place of talking to babies. So before we start saying, okay, I need to become a thief in order to win a thief. No, 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 no. Let's first of all understand that now the nation has evolved, especially in the time of covid when COVID came about, it was actually an evolving time for us. And one of the things that I've seen God do in this nation is every time there is crisis, whether in the world or whether inside of ourselves, what God actually does is he uses it as an opportunity to increase us. We never are diminished by any crisis that comes. Now, there are problems that we call problems yesterday that will be considered very, very small now. So why? Because what happens in the nation is that they were consistently progressive and God continues to increase us and use, it's like God more like says, look, I like to give these guys issues because one of the things they do is that they use it to go to the next level. So, but let me stick with the recap. So we were speaking about the unreachable yesterday and one of the scriptures we went to, we start with Habakkuk chapter 2 and when we read that scripture, we said that the frustration that lies in your heart it's actually the thing that God is looking for in order for you to reach a certain generation. So then what we are now beginning to understand is that, and I said it to the Connect family this morning, I said to them, I confess, I repent, I'm religious. Because there were certain scriptures that were in front of our mind and permit me to start this way so that you can have a foundation on how to hear this word. So there were certain scriptures that were really in front of us, but because of the way we've heard it before, we read into it and didn't read from. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? So almost like I, I had to turn to the person I was listening with and just said, look, man, we've really got this thing all wrong. So, per, so give me your ear just for a few minutes tonight. As we begin to, I don't think we're redefining what... What the actual meaning of revival is, is taking things back to the way they used to be. And God wants to cause a revival by telling man that, hey, hey, I didn't raise you to be behavior controllers. I actually raised you to stir the heart of man in my direction. 
So he says here, and Jesus was sitting by the multitude. So the reason why I brought up yesterday's message is because in order to win the multitude, what Jesus had to become was he had to take on the frame of the unreachable so that he can reach the unreachable. So again, one more thing before I go into today's message. Then we also then began to go to when Jesus recruited Matthew. And I'm going to say recruited because that's what he did. He recruited Matthew, the tax collector. I began to say that what he did was he looked for people who did not have religious minds. People who had a fresh mind and that's the generation that God is now calling. So let me sound a warning very quickly. I warn you that if you have become churches, if you become church, you may not make it to the evolution that is going on right now in your midst. Because God is looking for people who can think outside of what they've seen before. So what I had to do was disregard even the upbringing that I have had. You know, sometimes we say we hated church when we were growing up, but it was still in us. <laughs> you still know the rules and regulations of what to do and what not to do, right? When you go to church, you know how to behave like a Christian. You see those things, those are things that God begins to look at and says, mm, this person might not be able to move with me to the next level because they already have the, the, the what would we call it, the venom of the previous generation on the inside of them. And that will mean that they will, there will be certain things that I will try to do and they will look at it as if, is this God, is this not God? But let me just begin to go. So Jesus, seeing the multitude, said what? He went up on a mountain, mm -hmm. and when he was seated... So let me bank in verse 1, Matthew chapter 5, verse 1, because this, in just this scripture alone, you will see the key to life. Listen to this. He said, and seeing the multitude, Jesus went up. Let me tell you the first thing. When the nation family becomes... Too, when there are too many people around, too many different mindsets around, the next thing that will happen is that we will begin to go up. Why? Because when you begin to climb up, it separates those who really want to journey with you to the top of the mountain. Are you with me this tonight, Spat Nation? I'm coming to a place in the Word tonight, but I've already started. And I want to talk about the seated generation tonight. Because it is the seated generation that will go out there and teach others how to walk. So he says, as seeing the multitude, what provoked Jesus to climb the mountain? The fact that he saw a multitude. And what he wants to do right now is he wants to begin to separate from those who will lead a generation and those who will be a part of the crowd. You don't preach to crowds on the mountain, you preach to them in the valley. But let's see this. So he says, and seeing the multitudes, he went up, yes? On a mountain. Mm -hmm. And when he was seated, uh -huh. his disciples came to him. So if you've been in the nation for a while, you would know that when somebody sits down, it will tell you that they're not in a rush. So someone says to me, and I've got to say it this way, someone says to me, sir, I'm just trying to figure out my life. I'm just trying to get um, things sorted. I'm trying. You know what they say? They say, I'm just trying to move. I'm, I'm always on the move. And I'm saying, look, when God wanted to deal with a certain generation, he sat down. He sat down and he sat down on the mountain and then the disciples who saw him sit came to him because sitting most times is the posture we take when we were about to teach. So now he goes, okay, so now he's seated and the disciples came to him and let's read on. Then he mm. opened his mouth. Then it was not until the disciples came because remember, he saw a multitude, climbed the mountain and sat down. But the Bible does not say that the multitude came, it says the disciples came. 
So when we're, at, when, we're in, when we're on the midnight scope, it's not for the multitude. It's now for the disciples. Are you with me tonight? So now that was, this is what you call the seated position, midnight, teaching the word. And now it's only the disciples that will come to hear what the word of God has to say at this hour. So he says, then he opened his mouth because something as small as midnight will separate the multitude from the crowd, from the, from the disciples, I mean. So then he said, then he opened his mouth, yes. And taught them, mm. saying, saying, blessed are the poor in spirit. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, yeah. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Okay. Blessed are those who mourn, yeah. for they shall be comforted. Go for it. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. For they shall be filled. So after he sat down, he began to teach them about what it means to be blessed. So that's all I wanted to take from that was just the simple fact that every time we want to go to another level, the first thing that will happen is that you will see there will be a climb. Can I just put something here really quickly? I kept saying this, and I've been saying this to Pastor Alicia behind closed doors. I feel like there's a shift in this nation. Watch, watch what I have to say. This before we had what you call leadership of the heart. But now you're going to see leaders who can lead people by mind. What I mean by that is that they can mentally lead people to a certain lifestyle, a God lifestyle. Now, the reason why I need to say that is because then certain people will be separated when that happens as well. Because they will feel as if they cannot keep up. You know, when it's hard, anybody can do it. Meaning, you, will, you can take offense or you can take things going wrong. But when it's mine, God calls you up to a higher mountain and says, Look, now I need you to think on my level. I need you to influence in certain fields and certain industries. So let me tell you something. The nation is going up again. So let's start the word now. John chapter 8. Let's do this. You know, I've been talking about the woman caught in adultery. And I, and I really need to drive this home tonight because this is the, the, the foundation of worship. Let's do this. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Uh -huh. Now early in the morning, he came again into the temple. I love this. Go for it. And all the people came to him. So, so listen to this. This is how I put it. Let me just say it this. He appeared in the temple again. He regularly visited the temple, not because the temple is something religious, but in that time, that's where people were. So he visited the temple, and then the Bible says people gathered around him. So I realized it wasn't the temple, it was Jesus. Because there were other people that were visiting the temple, but people weren't gathering around them. So the Pharisees were already in the temple, but people were busy going about their business. So I understood that Jesus was a person that attracted people. What is God saying? God is not calling us to be a sect. God is not calling us to be a people somewhere. No, he's saying when you hit the streets, people will gather around you. This is the next level that God is calling us to. So what is God saying to us? When a PT goes out and people begin to gather around him, it is only saying that Jesus 
is walking earth again. Now, don't somebody wants to bite my head off because I said Jesus is walking earth again. When you read scriptures properly, you will see that he said that we should walk in his steps. And the steps I see of Jesus is that when he gathered in the temple or when he gathered in the tax collector's house, people began to gather around him. I can imagine in the time that the first music that they did that was playing but Jesus will begin to talk to them you know when he says and uh, let me allow the scripture to do it now early in the morning he came again into the temple oh I love this go for it and all the people came to him and all the people I can't imagine what would have been happening it might have been a bit offensive because you know you would have had leaders trying to let me use the word pattern their people but then Jesus walks in and then all of the people forget whatever leader they have known. Forget whatever, whatever hip-hop star they have known. Forget whatever influencer they have known. Forget whatever lifestyle they have known because Jesus has entered into the temple. Because Jesus has entered into the arena. Let me tell you something. Selfridges can be a temple. I'm just pulling it the way it is. Selfridges can be a temple wherever people are. That is where the temple is. And God tells us tonight, Spat Nation, that if we're going to reach the unreachable, one of the things that our heart must do, it must burn, it must indict for the matter of people. Whatever industry, whatever mountain you find yourself on, as long as people are there, there must be a burning desire in your heart. So one of the questions I asked myself is, does my heart still burn for the matters of God? And that matter of God is people. Let the knowledge of your glory cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. But what is the knowledge of his glory? Me. And as long as I step out, what then must happen is people must be covered. So what is the gathering of people? It is the the covering of God's glory. So when God entered into the temple through the instrument called Jesus, people began to gather around him and it says people came to him and yes, what did he do? And he sat down Go and for it. taught them. Oh my God. He sat down and that's what I'm just trying to illustrate this morning. That anytime God is ready to move, there's first of all a generation that is sitting and he says he sat down and taught them, yes, and then what happened? Then the scribes and Pharisees brought to him oh my God. a woman caught in adultery. Look at what's going to happen in the next phase. You're going to be teaching a certain group of people, teaching, 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 teaching. Let me tell you what happens in the nation over years now. Teaching will happen, teaching will happen, teaching will happen, and then something will interrupt that teaching. Something will interrupt it. Don't be afraid when something interrupts the teaching because that was what that's the instrument that God is using to catch a certain generation. So, what happened was Jesus was teaching, he was sat down, and then the scribes and the Pharisees brought somebody to him. So, guess what? Don't be afraid also when somebody has no regard for what you know, for what you are teaching, and they all they pick up is offending with Fendi. Because what then it says is, then the scribes and the Pharisees brought to him who? A woman caught in adultery. So Jesus is teaching, but these people are concerned about the behavior of another person. So as he's teaching, all of a sudden they bring somebody to him because they feel like the way they behave in 
is not right, it's not godly, it's not the way we are used to. And guess what they're most times going to do? They're going to bring up the law of Moses. They're going to bring up something that is past because, but God doesn't mind what they bring up because he's only looking at the future. So they will try to use the past to judge you, but God sees the woman caught in adultery as the future. But I'm coming, I'm coming. So then the, five and, um, the Pharisees and the scribes brought her to him, yeah? And when they had set her in the midst, <laughs> they said to him, Go teacher, this woman was caught in adultery. One of the things that uh, amazed me is that they even know he's a teacher. But they themselves will not listen to his teaching. So even though they saw that he sat down, went to the te temple, and people gathered around him, let me tell you how you will spot a Pharisee. They're not concerned with people. What they're concerned is with customs and laws and making sure that people are abide by the laws. Don't, don't make, what will you do when there's no people to abide by those laws anymore? You can't make people abide. You can't, you can't say that people need to do certain things. Pastor wants to correct because pastor feels as if these people are doing certain things wrong or this and that. But let me tell you the truth of the matter. If there are no people to correct, what will you do then? So let me win a generation first, and then we can begin to talk about laws and customs. But at the, at the, as far as we are concerned, we will be the generation concerned about God and his people. So then he says, teacher, this woman was caught in adultery, yes? In the very act. My day, so imagine, they even caught her doing the act. So imagine what's going through the mind of this woman at this moment in time. She's caught in the act of adultery. Her husband is going to find out. Life as she knows it, especially in those days, is over. <laughs> oh, my days. I don't think you're going to hear me tonight. Life as she knows it is over. Life as she had determined it to be is over. But guess what? She was brought to what we call a lifeline. But you see, the lifeline needed her life to be over. Because he's going to write a new story in her life. So he says now, he says, this woman was caught in adultery, yes, in this very act. Go for it. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. So you see what I was saying? They're going to use the past to judge somebody in the present, but they don't know the person that they're judging. Jesus actually considers them to be the future. She's going to be the template. Oh my God. The woman caught in adultery is going to be the template for a whole generation. And I'm trying to speak to a generation tonight because be careful who you speak about too early. Don't be careful that you become the Pharisee because there are going to be people entrusted into your hand that will be caught in the very act. Oh my God. I don't care what the act is. They're just, I feel the spirit of God tonight telling us, I don't care what the act is. They're going to be caught in the very act. And what your job is to do is not to judge. It's not to condemn. No. What our job is to do is to raise the generation caught in the very act. Because those are the people that have been discounted in, in the time of David. Oh my God. David was going to be a king. 
But David was going to have to have people caught in the very act. Caught in the very act of debt. Caught in the very act of distress. Caught in the very act of being discontented. All of these people were going to come and meet David in the place called nowhere. They were going to come meet David in the cave. And as long as David was going to be the man that God had raised him to be, then he was going to be a man that turns people who were caught in the very act into mighty warriors. So what God needed was a people that people have disregarded. Because let me tell you why. Satan will not regard somebody who the world has disregarded. <laughs> the woman caught in the joke. The, the, the act of adultery now according to the law of Moses is commanded that what? Such should be stoned. Uh -huh. But what do you say? <laughs> this they said testing him. You know, this they said testing him. Watching what he's going to do. I, let me read past this because this is just the start. Go for it. But Jesus stooped down mm. and wrote on the ground with his finger. I love it. <laughs> Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger. So uh, let me just stop here and quickly tell you something. When God made Adam, I realized that all God wanted to do was tell a story and he made man the primary actor in his story. Adam fell. But God did not, was not put off by that because he's still going to revelations. And he says to us tonight that no matter what you have done, no matter where you have been, there is a vehicle that I have started in your life and I want to get somewhere. So when Jesus now met the woman in the app called adultery, he, I mean the app called adultery, he never looked at the woman. He didn't even look at him. What he did was he stooped down. Because this is a certain junction in her life and in the story that God is creating. So I want you to now look at certain moments in your life. Certain moments that you thought were negative. Certain moments that you thought were the, were, the, were the ending of you. I don't know if you ever thought about a moment. You know when they brought out a secret that you were keeping. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. Then Jesus began to stoop down and he wrote in the ground. And what happened when he wrote in the ground? As though he did not As hear. As though he did not hear. Because you see, what, what man is saying is not the story that God is hearing about your life. Are you with me tonight? So men can begin to talk. But only the talk only then begins to allow God to go and hear a different story. Because all he's saying is, this is not what I wrote about that person. This is not what I'm hearing about that person. So let me tell you something tonight. When men of the earth begin to tell a story about, you know that heavens have a different story for you. And what the job of a man is to do is to, it is to access heaven's story about you, about your life. And what God wants to do tonight is he wants to take us back to the story that he was writing. And sometimes, oh my God, the reason why God will not hear the law of Moses is because there is a law that he has written in your heart. Oh my God, I don't know if I can hold it anymore when he said in Jeremiah, I will write a new law in their heart and in their mind because you see, he fulfilled the law of Moses so that he can write a new law in your heart. So it was like, a, like Jesus didn't even hear them at all. He put himself to the ground, looked for his nearest pen, which happened to be the clay. And he began to write. 
And the Pharisees would have been looking at him now saying, will you not respond because we've used law to judge this person? But he moves as if he doesn't even hear what happens next. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, he who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. Let me tell you something. He who is without story. You see sin, I see story. He who is without a story, you cast the first stone. So God is waiting for your story to get to a junction where you catch his attention. So, ah, now I understand. You see, the Sam that you met in 2015 could not be the leader of a nation family because the story had not got to the point where it will catch God's attention. Now God can stand up and say, now this is the Sam that I was hearing about. You see, sometimes when you begin to preach, God doesn't hear you because your story doesn't match up. Uh, your story doesn't really match up when you begin to worship sometimes God doesn't hear you because there are things that you're hiding but if the Bible says he who's without story let him cast the first stone because you can only stone a person if there is not a story behind your life God turns to the Pharisees one day and says the reason why you, woe to you because you put double burden on people you make them carry a story that you cannot carry you make them do things that you will not do so then he looks at me and he says look that's imperfect Sam he looks at somebody watching and he says that's imperfect Sam but that is the story I need in order to reach the lame generation the generation that cannot walk I need somebody who was not able to walk before I need somebody with a story so he says look <laughs> You don't need to stone somebody with a story because they've already been lame before. Your stones will not affect them. I can imagine the woman of adultery, stoning would have been good for her. You know sometimes, you know when you've done something wrong, right? Listen, this is not an, a message to condone wrong, but let me, you know what? You can take it out if you like. So, you know when you've done wrong, you know you want to be, you want somebody to beat you. <laughs> so, he's like, oh yeah, let my leader give me words. Uh, yes, sir. But let me tell you something. That is the easy option. What God says is now it is time. Forget the past. Now it is time to take that story. I can imagine how many stories are watching tonight. And I wonder how we're going to use those stories to raise a generation for God. I'm still coming back to the certain man in Lystra in a moment. And to use that stories to raise a generation to God. So the worst thing you can do is hide your story because God, that is what God wanted to use in order to tell his own story. So he says, God is using your life to write a story. There is a story that God is writing and your life has been offered up as an offering. So don't give a seed if you haven't given your story. If you haven't given your story over to God, you know, I don't want people to know certain things because if they know, they may judge. Listen, if there's no book that is written, there is nothing to judge. So the reason why people go silent through life is because they want to hide certain parts of the story. But God said, that's exactly what I need in order to reach the generation I'm looking for. So he said, so let's read on a bit more because that's not finished. He says, he who is without sin, go on. Let him throw a stone at her first. Uh-huh. And again, he stooped down. Oh, my days. So he is without sin. Let him throw a stone at her first. But that's why I realized something. You see, stone throwing, 
No, let me leave that. Go, go on. And yeah. And write on the ground. Oh my God. Then those. No, who... you you didn't see. You didn't see what God did there. The first thing was he is without sin. Let him cast the first stone. But before that, he had already written on the ground. Then he asked them, he is without sin. Let them cast the first stone. Nobody responds. Then he stooped down to write on the ground again. So he continues writing his own story for the woman caught in adultery. Because at the end of the day, he looks and sees whether somebody is going to find, throw a stone. But let me tell you something. The only person I will put a stone in the hand of is somebody that owns their story. You see now because you... <laughs> so the, this, listen to the end of this story. Pharisees were having so many things that were, they were hiding. But the woman was caught in the act of adultery. So Jesus basically turns to them and says, He who is without a story, you throw the first stone. But they could not throw stones because all of them were hiding certain parts of their own life. So, but let me tell you something. There was a David who had a story. His own story was in the backside of the desert. And he was disregarded by his own family when the prophet Samuel came to come and anoint a king. He was in the backside of the desert, wasn't even regarded as a son. And I don't know what David did to be put in that position. But there was a day where he went to go and meet his brothers. Oh my God. And his brothers said, what business do you have here? But then when it came down to it, he was the one that was going to throw the stone at Goliath. But why? Because it was David that would own his story. Many people were standing in front of the army acting like they were going to be the people to reach a certain generation. It is not because you can preach good. Yes, Sam can be eloquent with words, but that is not what makes Sam powerful. It is the things that Sam has survived that makes Sam powerful. So now David has survived the lion and the bear, and now God gives him a stone to throw at Goliath because my story was I met the lion and the bear, and even though I have scars from the fight, I survived it. So yes, my brother or my sister can accuse me of certain things, but as long as I'm alive, I will tell my story and that's what David said to his brothers he said is there not a cause who is this that um, defiles the, 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 the armies of the living God and David looks at Goliath and says look today I will bring you down why because I've seen in life that I've survived the lion and the bear so you will not be the end of my story at first there are the things that God will take you through just so that you can survive them to teach you that you can overcome anything to teach you that you are powerful, to teach you that he's walking with you, to teach you that the family is going to where God needs it to go to, to teach you that you are the only hope for a generation. So Jesus stoops down again and continues to write in the ground as if he does not hear what the Pharisees are saying. And now it's moved from hearing to seeing whether any of them will act, but they can't because there are things that they're hiding. Read on, Pastor Faith. Then those who heard it... Mm. Being convicted by their conscience, mm. went out one by one. So they began to leave. There were certain people that will begin to leave your own story because they can't have the fire. They can't handle the fire of God's word that continues to, 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 to ooze from you. Let me tell you this. I've got a few more minutes left. Let me tell you this just before I round up and close. Let me tell you. So what keeps somebody in a place where they're able to survive the lion and the bird? The bear, the words that they're hearing. 
the words that continue to fill their, fill their heart. I can imagine as Jesus was writing in the ground, the woman caught in adultery was getting stronger. Maybe she came to Jesus kneeling, but as Jesus began to write, she left standing. She left standing because he said, go. You know one of the things about the word go? <laughs> let me just stop let me go so he said they, they left one by one you'll see as you begin to rise there's nothing that can hold you down there's nothing that can keep you stagnant there's nothing that can keep you in the position that you were in not even your own fault is powerful enough to keep you in the position that you were in and let me tell you why because as the words began to radiate from God's mouth as the words began to ooze out of Jesus people began to left, leave her life one by one one by one by one those who were not meant to be there began to leave and that's what God is saying to the nation family people that are meant to enter will enter and people that are meant to leave will leave but guess what he needs he needs to see you ripe and ready for a generation so he says they began to leave one by one beginning with the oldest uh, it's usually the oldest that go first right so he said the oldest began to leave yeah even to the last so let me tell you what this tells me it's not just going to be old people it's, it, it is heart it is what is the way it's the way that people move inside of their heart the way that people judge things inside of their heart so you can see a 21 year old old person but let me just leave this alone and round up now and Jesus was left alone and the woman standing oh my God. in the midst. Did you see what I said there? So by the time you see the accusers go, the woman is standing. She's standing in the midst. She's standing in the midst of every opposition. She's standing in the midst of her assignment now. She's standing in the midst of the mission that God has got her. So now it is her and Jesus standing one-on-one. -on -one. And what does Jesus say to the woman? Let's just see this. I love this story, you know. Woman, uh, where are those accusers of yours? You know, we, to this day, we don't know this woman's name. You Let me tell you. It is because she's not relevant. God is using this to talk to a generation. Said woman, first question, where are your accusers? Go for it. Has no one condemned you? No, but did we see, did we, did we read that properly? Go for it. When Jesus had raised himself up. Oh my God. When Jesus had raised himself up, yeah. And saw no one but the woman. And saw no one but the woman. So God's story is trying to get you to a place where it's no one else that he sees. But you and him. He said, then he asked her a question. He said to her. Where, woman, where are those accusers of yours? Uh -huh. Has no one condemned you? Uh -huh. She said, no mm. one, Lord. <laughs> Go for it. And Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn you. No. Go on. Go and sin no more. Go. Go. That's what I need to, that's what I needed to get from there. He said, go. 
You don't tell someone to go and sin no more unless you're now sending them out as a representation. So the truth of the matter is your assignment woman that was caught in an act is to go and sin no more. To people, that was like the worst act you can be caught in. But all of a sudden, he says, go and do that no more. You see your life now, because of the way you will walk from now on, it will serve as a message to a whole generation. Because now the woman is going to go and she's going to walk perfectly before the Lord. I remember Abraham at a point went to a land, oh my God. And in that land, there were giants there. And also a famine broke out in that land. And Abraham had gone down to Egypt. And in Egypt, God had departed for Abraham from a while, for a while. But when Abraham come back up to out of Egypt, God said, walk before me and be thou perfect. So there's a time in life where you may be a where you may stumble a bit, but then there's a time where you will go and you will sin no more. The generation God is looking for is the generation that were lame from birth, but now have ability to walk and teach others to walk. Have we finished that story? Then Jesus spoke to them again. <laughs> this Jesus, no, this, by the way, but this Jesus has time, you know. So then, then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, go on. I am the light of the world. Mm. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness. End of story. You would have thought this wasn't connected to the story of the woman caught in adultery. He said, then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness. So all of the, the, the situation with the woman caught in adultery, this, that, and the other, guess what it was all about? Walking. Finish this scripture and let me end. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Finish with Acts 14 and then I'm done. Are you ready to worship and then I will hand over to Pastor Toby now. Let's go back to that story. Let's start from verse 7. Acts 14, verse 7. Let's do it. And they were preaching the gospel there. Mm -hmm. And in Lystra, a certain man mm. without strength in his feet was sitting. Yeah. A cripple from his mother's womb mm. who had never walked. Yeah. This man heard Paul speaking. Yeah. Paul observing him intently mm. and seeing that he had faith to be healed. Hmm. Said with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet. Go for it. And he leaped and walked. I just needed to bring you to the end of that scripture. Said the, so he says, stand up straight and walk. There's nothing in life that can hold you again because people have seen you as your... They've seen you as a cripple. So now all they need to see is your, the ability you have to walk. Your walking will be a testimony. The walking is not the fact that you were caught. It's the fact that you're still walking. 
after. It's not the fact that you were crippled. It's the fact that you now have the ability to walk. That is the message that God was looking for in the first place. So what God needed from you in the first place was not your past. He needed the past to now make it. So when they now see you walking, it, it makes the story a whole lot more. So now when they now see a pastor Sam preaching... You know what people need to know? Is that not the Sam that was so, so, and so? I need that to be the case because when they see me preaching the word of God, infused by the spirit of God, then they will be able to say, is that not Sam? Is that not Jesus, the son of a carpenter? Is that not Jesus born in the manger? So that's what the devil needs. That's what I needed to move under the radar. The devil never expected Jesus because he was born in the manger. They never, the devil never expected the woman caught in adultery because she was caught in adultery. They never, the devil never expected the man who was crippled because he was crippled but his getting up and walk will save a whole generation. Spack Nation, let me tell you, this is how I end tonight. It will be an absolute insult for us to not get up and walk the walk that has been demonstrated before us. Not just with timidity, but with absolute boldness. Are you ready to worship God tonight? Let me end it there. I can go on. Your life has been hijacked by God for his own story. Where your story ends is when God caught you. I see writings tonight. Writings and writings upon writings. And that is what God is saying tonight, that don't ever disregard the writing that is going on in your heart tonight. There, there are frustrations in your heart tonight, and those are, those are writings. The frustrations to reach the, un, the unreachable. So who, who are you to a generation? You're the story that they will read. Some people will never pick up the word of God to read it, but they will read a pastor Dami. They will read a Pastor Sam. They will read a Pastor Niniola Scott. They will read, despite this, they did this. So can we turn a generation around? When they saw Peter, the first thing they would say, are you not he who walked with Jesus? And Peter denied that story. But then when they met him back after the Holy Spirit had entered him, and after God began to use him to write his own story, they said, these are the men that turned the world upside down. So the chapter 1 of Peter was the man who denied Jesus. But the final chapter, the revelation chapter of Peter was the man who turned the world upside down. Nation family, I hope you're ready to write the story that God is writing in your heart. The generation that is relying on you now is looking at you for a story to read <laughs> oh that's perfect are you ready to worship God praise God let's go to that let's sing it
family. Good evening to everybody. What a powerful word by our senior pastor, Pastor Sam. I give God praise for that word. I, I hope you would join me to give God praise as well because that is a life transforming word. That Don't you think so? That is a life transforming word. So there is, it takes a sitting generation to actually walk. And one of the things that really struck me as Pastor Sam was speaking was that this man's faith had to be so big, and that was what drew Paul's face to him. So I'm looking now, I'm imagining myself, and I hope you can do the same, that our faith would turn God's face to us. And the moment he said that, there was a passage that really struck me, and I'm hoping Pastor Faith will help me with this. It's Mark chapter 2. Pastor Sam, you started something on this walking business. So I'll, I'll just stay along that line this evening. Mark chapter 2. From verse 1. And, and you know, for me, the most important thing is that if we stay long enough to allow our story be a stone that God will use to strike the enemy, then we will be that generation that will transform lives. And I loved how P. Sam said it. He said, they must look at me and say, is that not the dummy of 2014? Is that not the P. Sam of 2015? Because when he now preaches powerfully, the most important thing, the way that hit me as well was Peter. Peter was seen in a state of denial initially. But the next time you see him being questioned, he was speaking with so much power that 3,000 people gave their life in one day. That is what we're talking about when we say power. And I'll stay along the line that Pastor Sam has kept this evening because PT began to speak last night about reaching the unreachable. Someone who is lame, unreachable. Someone who has can't walk, unreachable. Generally, if you're a leper, you're cast out, unreachable. These are all people that are cast out in, in areas of seclusion, of isolation. But it's, it's in the places of isolation that you can truly see a vision form strong. I, I'll just keep with this passage now. Mark chapter 2 from verse 1, please, man. And again, he entered Capernaum yes. after some days. Yes. And it was heard that he was in the house. I love this, though, because I was, I was speaking with Peter today. And, and I love how P. Sam's start was with Jesus, with Jesus going to the temple. But he was going to the temple, and when he was going, it was people that was the attraction. Oh, you didn't hear that. It is not the grand building. It's not this is Buckingham Palace, and this is how it looked. If you notice, the reference to Jesus' presence there was the attraction of people. So now you find him also in a house. What happens in that house? Immediately, 
gathered together. This is what I love about this scripture and about what Pastor Sam was saying. Jesus' presence drew and attracted people. And when he said, in the same way I've walked, you walk it. And if Jesus would say, greater works than these you will do, then it means that another man must walk this earth. Look, water is waiting for man, waiting for man to walk on it again. I don't know if you understand what I just said. Water is waiting for man to walk again on it. Because Jesus said it, that greater works than these you will do. So it will take another man to walk again in this generation. But let's just keep going. He, he, as he got there, immediately many gathered together. Okay? So that there was no longer room to receive them. I love it. So the preaching, the message of Jesus, the embodiment of the Messiah is the attraction of people. Look at this way. Anyone who you see that is not a magnet to people cannot be a person to propagate the kingdom message. Did you hear what I just said? If, they, if you don't allow yourself to be a magnet, if you repel people, you cannot attract using the kingdom message. Because you will see in Luke 16, it says, when the message of the kingdom was preached, many were forcing their way in. So when you see the presence of the message, there is an attraction of people. All we want to see now as the nation family is us rise as magnets. I want to see people magnetize people from the music industry. A Kelly will go there, sent out as salt, as leaven, as light to attract. I want to see another person as a part of the nation family sent out to attract. So Jesus will be there. Many will gather. There is no more room. And then what happened? Not even near the door. I love this. The door was cramped. There was no room. Yes? And he preached the word to them. Pastor Sam has said this. It is when now Jesus sits in that stillness that he begins to teach. And he began to preach to this crowd as they crowded out the house. Next verse, please. Then they came. Then they came to him. They came to him. Yes? Bringing a paralytic. Yes. Who was carried by four men. It was a man with a condition. Pastor Sam had said this. It wasn't a man with a name. It was a man with a condition. Give me a, con a man with a condition and I'll give you a man who can carry my name. That is what the word is saying to us tonight. If you can bring your conditions to me, I will give you my name to carry. So what you find here is that the man came to him and he was a paralytic. I love how the word described him. And this is the condition that man would describe. Oh yeah, those young boys, as Peter would refer to them saying, those young boys there, they don't know what they're doing. That's fine. Please keep calling our condition because it is our magnet for the kingdom. Next verse, please. And when they could not come yes. near him yes. because of the crowd, uh -huh. They uncovered the roof where he was. I love this desperation. Wherever there's the message, they'll come in any way. Anyhow is a how. Pete Sam said it. Selfridges will be a temple. So long as I am a man of the message, then selfridges will be a temple. Wherever you find yourself, so long as you are a man of the message, you would attract people. Look, put it this way. The harvest, the size of the harvest is determined by the purity of the message. If it is truly a kingdom message, you will see a harvest. So they were trying to force their way through the roof. And then what happened, ma? So when they had broken through, yes. they let down the bed uh -huh. on which the paralytic was lying. So they brought the bed through the roof. They dug through everything. And then? When Jesus saw their faith. What did Jesus see again, Pastor? Sam said it. Jesus did not see the paralysis. <laughs> Jesus did not see the paralytic state. Jesus saw the faith. As Pisam said it, Pisam was looking intently to the man of Lystra. And what he saw in that man was his faith. 
I need your faith to rise no matter the condition you're in. So long as our faith is rising, then that is what would attract the face of God, as I said. So Jesus saw their faith. And then what did he say? He said to the paralytic, yes. son, your sins are forgiven. Jesus saw his faith and said, your sins are forgiven. I'll come back to that in a minute. Next verse, please. And some of the scribes uh, yes. were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Pastor Sam, they're always there. It is fine. Let them be there. Let them be there to point out your condition. It introduces the magnetizing force called purpose. So they are there again, these scribes, these Pharisees. They will always be around. Please, if, they, if all they're doing is pointing out your condition, it is fine. Watch, I'll tell you why now in a minute. Please read on. Why does this man speak blasphemies like this? Now they're accusing Jesus, yes? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Next verse. But immediately, when Jesus perceived in his spirit yes. that they reasoned thus within themselves, mm -hmm. he said to them, why do you reason about these things in your hearts? Jesus perceived their hearts. It is Jesus' job to sort out their hearts. But for me, I don't even care about them right now. I care about what the next verse now says. What did Jesus now do? Which is easier yes. to say to the paralytic, uh -huh. your sins are forgiven you, uh -huh. or to say, arise, take up your bed. And do what? And walk. Someone say, and walk. Someone say, and walk. So let's see the next verse now. But mm -hmm. that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic. Yes. I say to you. I say to you. Arise. Arise. Take up your bed. Take up your bed. And go to your house. He has to arise again. I want to draw two things out very quickly. The first thing. When Jesus first saw the paralytic. And Jesus saw his faith. Jesus' response was. Your faith he says, your sins are forgiven. When Jesus sensed the doubt in the heart of the Pharisees, he said, get up and take up your mat and walk. What healed the man? His faith wasn't what healed him. His faith meant that allowed Jesus to forgive him of his sins. When Jesus perceived the conditions of the heart of the Pharisees, that was when Jesus healed the man. Did you see that in your scripture or was it just me? So I am looking now and saying... If anyone stands to accuse you, don't worry about it. That is them unlocking your miracle. Every miracle was once a problem. <laughs> so all I see now is allow the Pharisees be themselves. My faith will get my sins forgiven. Their doubt will get me healed. So I want to see any son or daughter of the Lord Most High, if you just take their conditioning, allow it. Is what will get you healed. I think now of another man with another condition. Actually, Pastor Sam has started me in this condition matter. Another scenario. Because we're talking about reaching the unreached. Jesus just uh, came out of a boat. They had told all night. The disciples were scared. They thought they were going to die. And then when Jesus jumped into the boat, oh sorry, woke up, he calmed the storm. Mark chapter 5, I think. And then when Jesus Christ arrived on land, the first thing that the disciples see is, oh, thank God, we've just survived this storm. 
and they see, they see a man with a condition running at them, a madman. Pastor Faith, if you've got that scripture, please let's read it. I want to talk about men with conditions just as Pastor Sam started this evening. Because in order to reach the unreached, you must have that story. Help me read, Pastor Faith. Mark 4 from verse 35. Thank you very much, ma'am. On the same day when yes. evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude. They have to always leave the multitude, you see. In order for Jesus to truly show himself to his disciples, there must be a departure from multitudes. So once again, we see that same theme repeated here. After they left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. Yes. And other little boats were also with him. Yes. Please keep reading. And a great windstorm aro arose. Yes. And the waves beat into the boat so mm -hmm. that it was already filling. Yes. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. Yes. And they awoke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Yes. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Now please jump to chapter 5, verse 1. Then they came to the other side of the sea, uh -huh. to the country of Gadarenes. Of the Gadarenes, yes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately... Uh, you see, an urgency happened. The moment Jesus Christ stepped out of that boat, immediately they met him out of the tombs, out of the place of isolation. You could call that the desert, but this is the man's desert. It's the tombs. And he came and it, it's a man with an unclean spirit. So in, in our journey now, as we begin to go out into the world, we'll begin to encounter people who have had encounters with unclean spirits. But you see, in this encounter, there is no need to do any um, long school teaching. Or, or long discipleship class to teach them out of their condition. No, they just need to encounter the power of God. And that's what needs to happen. So the next verse, Pastor Faith, please. Who had his dwelling among the two. Yes. And no one could bind him. No one can bind him. It was unreachable. He was again stuck out on the tombs. In the city, I could imagine anyone that saw him would run away from him. He had a condition that no one wanted to associate with. But that was just simply a magnetizing force for the kingdom message. And then what happened next? Because he had often been bound with chains and shackles. Yes. And the chains had been pulled apart by him. Yes. And the shackles broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. Yes. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting, cutting himself, himself with, with stones. stones. Yes. When he saw Jesus from afar. Oh, yes. He ran and worshipped him. Just please, something that you might skip in this passage. This was a man in a fully demonized state. I didn't see Jesus cast the demon out before he bowed down to worship. So before you run and try and do healing, ministry of healing to convert people, Jesus showed us that you can find a man who is highly demonized that will still bow down to worship. And this man bowed down and worshiped Christ. I will skip the story. So what you find is the city where you used to see a man who was crazy. But when Jesus had restored him and had given him clothes, the Bible records that when they returned, they were afraid. They were afraid of the man who was rectified. 
They were afraid of a man whose condition had been changed. They were afraid of a man who once was mad, but now he's okay. Why is it that you were okay with him when he was mad, but now that he's changed, you're not? Let me rephrase it. Why are you okay with them being infected and stabbing themselves? But now that they're changed men and women, you now have an issue with them. Why do you have an issue with the corrected person as opposed to the person in the condition? That's the state of the world. But the kingdom message is different. I love Jesus' one-step program to healing. Out of darkness into the marvelous light. There is no seven weeks of healing ministry. There's no seven weeks of discipleship class. And, and what you notice is that the man was healed. Then he says to Jesus, I'm leaving these mad people behind. I'm coming with you on the boat. And Jesus says, no, no, no. You're not. You're not going to go back and preach your message. I said this to some of the people around me. I asked them a question. What message does this man have? Jesus never taught him any preaching. Jesus never said, this is how you talk. He had one story. I was once like this. Now I am like this. And the Bible records that he went into 10 cities. He went to speak to the Decapolis. So I'm seeing Jesus Christ ordain a man out of one encounter to go and reach 10 cities. Nation family, you need to have the sensitivity of the spirit and the power of the Holy Ghost in you so that when you come in contact with these people, it is not a long matter. It is out of darkness into his marvelous light. And that's why Peter would say he would ordain anybody on one day. Jesus did the same thing. He did the same thing. And guess what? The man went and preached to 10 cities. And then you had a revival break out. Nation family, it is time to reach the unreached. It is time for our faith. As the choir helped me worship via Passover to Pastor Toby. It's time to reach the unreached. And how do we do that? Unrelenting faith. Unrelenting faith and understanding the message. Please don't taint the message by your distractions. Please don't taint the message because it is only the purity of the message of the gospel that would attract people. And so nation family, wherever you are, I know that there are disciples worshiping together tonight as the, pub, as the um, choir help us to worship. And we expect Pastor Toby to come and summarize tonight. God bless you wherever you are. Over to you, choir. Hey, hey, your eyes on a sparrow. From the ends of the earth to the depths of my heart, let your mercy and strength be seen. You call me to your purpose as your angels understand. For your glory, may you draw on me as your love and grace demands and I will run to you, to your words of truth. 
to raise till I see your face till I see your face oh let me live oh let me live in the glory of your grace what a powerful word tonight I'm not preaching to you tonight I didn't intend to come up, but because the two senior pastors have said I will. I'll, let me just summarize something because I don't want those words to go over our heads. And the whole nation is awake tonight. And don't block anyone talking nonsense on Periscope. They are cost children of cost parents, so let them talk. That's normal. That doesn't mean anything. Because sometimes it takes nights like this to heal the gathering demoniac possessed with demons that is generational. And God's word may help them. Don't block no one. Their words don't mean anything anymore. What can anybody say? Well, let me say this to you. It's so powerful. Just thinking about looking at the old scripture in a new light. And you just fall in love more and more with the person of Jesus. I mean, we're going to read the Paulinus peaceable. I need you to start. No wonder God kept emphasizing to us read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You need to know the person that you are getting intimate with, and that's the person of Jesus. And so what happened with the Pauline epistle is that we embraced it with no auto scripture and we ran with a spiritual being and forgot how this man rolled. We forgot the kind of miracles and, and attraction and attention that he got on the street. We forgot, like Pastor Sam said, that it was never the temple, it was never church, it was Jesus. When he moved out of the temple, the people moved with him. We forgot that the same stone that is available to stone, uh, that was available to, for David to kill Goliath, is the same stone that is available for this man who was cutting himself with stone. He took the issues of life and he was cutting himself and he looks like a madman. If somebody is speaking against you, staying awake at 2 a.m., they are cutting themselves with a stone. Everything they are throwing at you is cutting them. Awake at 2 a.m. Talking, 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 talking. Cutting with stone. Depressed. But the same stone. The Pharisees wanted Jesus. To allow them to stone this woman. Cutting the out of adultery. Whilst she was being prepped for ministry. And every other story. Was a preparation for ministry. I love it when Pastor Sam hit that point tonight that God does not hear you unless you have a story. You can preach anything. Any pastor that has not been exposed to what many of you have been exposed to can, can preach anything, but everyone's not hearing. Or you know, it's making noise, but it's not making a sound. Sound doctrine is not what you teach. Sound doctrine is what you've been through and survived. 
Sound doctrine also comes from exposure. You've been exposed enough and your character has been tested and it got better and better so they can say is that not the accused sum is not is that not the da 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 now i realized something every accuser will fade away it will only be the accused and jesus standing alone accusers will go be careful you are never the accuser of anyone because the only person who has that ministry that is still standing is satan I refuse to accuse. I don't care how bad things are with a, with a person. I just refuse it. I'm not going to accuse anybody of nothing. Because usually accusers go away and the only person standing with Jesus is the accused. Most times the accused are the people that God is raising. You see the accuser hiding behind a phone like an intentional imbecile and throwing all kinds of word is cursed they will fade away you've never there's never recorded in scripture the name of a stone thrower and they say this person his name is so 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 he throws stones that's his own specialty we don't know those who choose stone to kill Stephen till now but we know Stephen in time, we will not know any accuser. You would only know the person that was accused. The accused was getting more popular because the time of the accusers come and the time of the accusers is fading away. So they manifest the accusation at the time of the manifestation of the accused. You see, this woman did wrong. So don't try to exonerate you. She actually was caught in the act. But God said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the fact that you've not been caught in the heart does not mean you don't act that way. He said, it's fine. So, but the woman stood. So sometimes what you're saying is, I'm here. I still have condition. But I'm here, Lord. That's all. That's worship. Like I, I still have situations and faults and all those stuff. I didn't know that in 2015, 2014, what God was preparing was a pastor Sam, a pastor this, a pastor that. They were not ready yet, but God was preparing them. And guess what? They will never be ready unless they were put as pastors. And every wrong in their life is in front of the whole world. Then they are ready. And God, man begins to tell stories. And that's where many people fade away. They are there saying, oh boy, you shouldn't do that. You don't understand. You have to have a heart of God to understand God's men. I refuse to be an accuser. I'm not going to join the same team with the devil on my way to heaven. People actually think accusing others get them ticket to heaven. Say, I don't do like them. And I, I just want to round up so that we can, we can worship. There's a time upon us, nation, family. I want you to note this. This is what God says to us tonight. The time that is upon us is, a, is now. God says what is going to happen next in the nation that it, is that the true definition of wealth will be what you created, not what you were. Forget all those nonsense. And don't use that to attack those who wear nice stuff. Well, I'm not like them. Already that's, you're taking stone and cutting yourself. You may not know people will see you as the 
gathering demoniac. That's a madman. Those are people who stay awake midnight throwing stones. Gathering demoniac. So don't call them names or whatever. Just say a gathering demoniac is on. He's possessed. He cannot sleep. Because the success of someone else has possessed them and, and, and brought out hatred from their spirit. They're poisoned by the same thing that killed their parents and their parents' parents. It's simple. Check their history. But look at this. The time upon us is so don't be a gathering demoniac. And so sometimes your word cuts so deep. Well, you know, it, it's not a stone. It's a bound it's to heal. If you put the balm on the wrong place, it will be quite painful. Look at this. Our true definition of wealth now will be what we created. Not what you wear. Not what you drive. He said, I can drive the best guy in the world, but what's his creation? That is not to the exemption of wearing what you love to wear. You should appear the way you like to appear if you can afford it. It's looking for creators. I don't want to preach. Yeah. And so what God is going to do, Pastor Sam has said it, the kind of leaders now will actually know how to upgrade people. There are cars that are so old and dead and has no hope, but there's something called pimp my ride. Like, there's going to go into a factory, and I know that the background this girl and this guy has is from one local place in Beckton or Peckham or Brixton run down, but I know this car is finished. I know I know, I know it. But I'm going to, and, and I'm meeting with the leaders tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Zoom, and say, how do you just go do a pimp my right thing? Like this car right here, we've got to agree this car is battered. How do you spot out to upgrade this thing right now? We're going to pimp this thing now. <laughs> the word, if you want inspiration, these are the moments that we must never miss. And this is the most important moment of life. When you can actually be at home. You know some leaders sleeping right now. They are actually sleeping. Sleeping like Jonah, right? Actually sleeping because nobody can stop you from sleeping right now. You're just going to sleep. And you're going to tell yourself, I'm going to wake up in the morning. And I'm going to do the replay of this thing. And I'm going to grab so that I can grab it well. And you know when you wake up in the morning, many other situations would have come up. Say, but I feel like sleeping. But yeah, I saw you all over the city today. You're not qualified to be there if you can't stay awake now, bro. This is how we drop out. We've come to this threshold. We've come to this place right now where there is no single young person, including those who are poisoned with AIDS. Some God will heal. Some are destined to destruction. There's no single young person in this nation that doesn't know you guys. Not one. Including those who stay awake at night to abuse you. That's influence. 
You rule over them. You can't sleep. You can't sleep to talk. And your voice is still not heard. Oh, come on, man. That's influence, guys. Wisdom is not justified by your own response. It's justified by our children. God calls you to a place now. You know your condition. You know your limitations. But you see his strength and his call. It's not Sam or it's not Pastor Sam. Is a call. No, that's some behave to me. Da, 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 da. No, it, the, the call is what makes superiority. It's not. Forget about that thing. Stop it. Why should they behave like that? Yeah, they may behave like that last year. Doesn't mean they'll behave like that this coming year. But you see, that thing called call, which is functional on the life of everybody. Whatever he's called you into. I read a scripture here tonight. The Bible says, and those who were appointed to eternal life believe. The book of Hafts. Look at this. And as many. Now, verse 48 of Acts 13. Now, the gentle heard this. They were glad. And glorified the word of the Lord. They glorified the word. And as many as had been appointed to eternal life believed. I underlined this in my Bible in about 2008. As many as were appointed to this life. I don't mind someone that don't believe. They were not appointed for it. So, how do you get those who are appointed for this eternal life? You're visible. They can see you. Then they make a choice. I'm not trying to build a church. I'm trying to get it. As many as are appointed. It's an appointment. As many as are appointed to eternal life. They believed. Believed means that they, they, they based their own life on nothing but a word they heard. It was not based on logic. If it is believed, it's not based on she behaved well, he behaved well, he's a good man, he's a good man. That's not believe. That's logic. They believed, meaning it has nothing based upon, but they had faith in what they cannot see. Come on, man. You must be appointed to eternal life to believe. Uh, it's an appointment. Uh, those who are watching tonight, keep an appointment. Be careful of the most accused. They are usually the ones God used. Be careful of those who look most perfect. They are the most evil behind closed doors. So now I believe more than ever before that God has just opened a great and effectual door for the nation. The streets are buzzing for Spark Nation, for Nation Family. It's unbelievable. I've never seen this kind of a thing in my life. I'm telling you the truth now. I can't say follow me to the street because that will be every one of us on the street. But it's unbelievable from those that you know does not want to have nothing to do with church or don't go to church anymore and will never go to church. Let me tell you why you outgap out, out and outshine Kanye West by a long shot. Forget that I singing gospel. 
have you, since he's been singing it, and kudos to the young, to the gentleman, since he's been singing, have you seen drug dealers and gang leaders in Chicago joining? Most of those who were joined are people who are disgruntled with boring church. They already have church stuff, so they come. It's not the same. The real move of God is drug dealers and gang leaders in America with their guns dropping it to worship Jesus. I'm not saying it's a fake. No, I'm just saying it's okay. It's exciting. But the move of God is right here. At this stage, guys, let me talk to you. I don't need to pastor a theater-style church anymore. I'm pastoring a whole community. I don't need you sitting here. I just need a pity, probably on the billboard or walking the street. That's all. And all the influencers will come listen to me and that's it. I don't need that anymore. So therefore, it is those who are appointed to eternal life. It is those who... The kingdom of heaven, you were telling me about a man today who, what did you call his name again? And how he built his music industry and how he, he created something new. And now he just believes he has his own followers and they are the people who give to him the most, who follow what he's saying. They are there. It's like, it's not, there is no other reason why they are there than him, like... We, we're just here to walk with they support his vision the most that's the word church is contribution ground people come with one one penny no demand nothing no no vision no fight for a next generation no zeal for what has not been seen before we just go worship a jesus that is somewhere far that we cannot see and when weak minds are part of the contributors in court, they say, oh, so they are all buying things now. What's my own? No. Hey, 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 listen. You don't have to do it. It's a choice that is made. Because I believe from the day one that I heard that there can be a nation family, I believed. I told you this before. I didn't join Nation Family or Partnership because of Pastor Sam's good behavior. It's not. My dad did not treat me well, so I'm going to Spark Nation. I see that Pastor be as a father figure. Now, it's not picking your call and say, oh, you know, that's how my father rejected me too. Go get the man, bro. It's not going to work. You're going to have to build a platform. You're going to have to believe, and that will work for you. It will work. The leadership will work because you will see things differently. This is my submission tonight, guys. So, uh, why do I feel the heavens are open? The proof of heaven open is street opens up. They allow you into where they will never allow other pastors or whatever enter. We enter space that belong to people who Satan feels that he uses as, at will. And don't be deceived. An actor, a musician can come and say, I just did my morning devotion this morning, praise God. Satan don't care about those things. It is influence that matters to him. If you like, you can go on Google or whatever you people watch and sing praise. As long as it's the one influencing you and you're influencing people, not to, you're not even influencing them to kill each other. You are just influencing them to ignore God. That's all. Satan is anti-God. Gang, drug, including 
climbing the success ladder is anything that ignores God. That's all. Doesn't want, he doesn't care if people kill people. Just ignore God. Because if man ignores God, he will self-destruct. So what is your work? I love the places you go to and all those places and whatever. Remember, you're there to influence. Because that's where people are. It's amazing, pastors, that if a TV wants to, a TV station or whatever wants to do their set TV program, their set will attract people. They are not, they didn't build it so that they can attract people. They are part of that people. It is not us and them. It is us from them to them. Did you hear that? It is us. You were once upon a time in the street. You were once upon a time in lab doing engineering and constructing bridge. It, now God shows you a new revelation of the word. Gives you a call or, 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 or allows you or sensitizes you to your call. You came out from among them but it is to them. So when Jesus said, woe to you Pharisees and Sadducees, he said, you go long distance to look for disciples. When they come, you burden them with burdens that you yourself cannot carry. You put all this weight upon them. You change them. So then they become Sadducees and the world. It's a problem. Now, but it is them. It is us. We came from them. We must still remain them in order to bring them where we are. The moment we change... It is now us versus them. There is no them. There is no us. It's still one people. God calls you out and shows you this. And tells you how to go back to infiltrate and influence for his own sake. But you're going to be them. You're going to be them. So they set up their TV set as a young man just coming off the street, now you're just given a job in a studio. It doesn't now make you a studio man versus the world man. You're still a studio man. I mean, you're still world man. So you see what happened in the church. Number one, we first made Sunday morning us. Then we made a dress code us. The more we increased in the us, the more it, was, it then became us and them. Now, we now do lectures and teachings and pray on how to get them. How do you get them? Be them. Be us. We is them and us. Does that make any sense? Just remain where you were, but with a different driving force. So, what they wear and what you wear is the same. If they buy from Zara, you buy from Zara. Since the world has become um, us and them, I've noticed all these people... They say all manner of things. Why did they wear that clothes? They wear lubes. They wear that. They wear this. They wear that. Where, where you buy clothes from? Human beings don't buy clothes from them. If you buy from Primark, it, it, people buy from there. Believers, unbelievers. So why is another shop now for that believers don't don't go to Christian lubes? Don't go there because it's now them. What does that even mean? Why do we have uniform to preach the gospel on street? It's us. We used to do it too. We wore, Pastor Gifty, you remember, we wore Arise and Shine or whatever. Blue uniform, vest, uniform. Because it's us now. Uh-huh. It is us. 
stretch. It is us. And what we're going to do today is we're going to go get them. And God says, no, 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 no. Where you, it is you. Don't, 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 don't put on uniform. Wear you as them. What would you have been wearing if you didn't become a sect like Pazam said? You would have been wearing the Zara clothes or the Topshop or the Gucci or the um, whatever, River Highland. That's what you've been wearing. So now go back to the street wearing the same. Don't make it us versus them. Can we worship now? So sometimes it leaves your fault there as a reminder that you are still them. You've not become us. The only thing that changed in you is your mind. Your driving force became different. We're still talking about soul winning. So Jesus did not become them as much as he had. Look, Jesus did not become them so much that he didn't pray during the day. You didn't hear me. And when the evening was come, great day, great time. The Bible says, great time before the day done. He will go to the mountain and pray. Because he doesn't want them to see. He, will, he, will, he goes away to pray. And during the day, it's with them. The us part, they don't even see. They didn't see him praying. He didn't say, I want to show you the world, my prayer time. I want to show you how much I intercede. Oh, you people don't know. The reason why we are different is because when we are fasting, we are, we are separate from the world. The world didn't know when it was fasting. It was in a desert. Actually, in a wilderness. Finished 40 days of fasting. And all of a sudden, you see this man in the house of the tax collector. You see him in the house of Simon. Pastor Dami was saying that tonight. I mean, this morning on phone, Simon the leper, he was sitting there. He was listening to them. They called him a gluten and a wine briber. He was not them versus us. Are we going to win the world? It can't be them versus us. But you see, the problem why the church also, we must respect some of their concerns, is that sometimes you're them and you just be them. But my solution to that is that that man is not healed yet. And as long as he's here, God will apply every balm to heal him. So no matter how much you try to hide him away from his call. That's why a hundred years old pastors still commit adultery. It doesn't matter. It's not age. And this guy has been in church all his life. He's eaten. He's world long scared and all that. She's been eaten all her life. But boom, all of a sudden. And then you wonder, how, why? He's not healed. It's like hiding a wound. Refusing to apply things and reveal it because you are hiding it. It becomes, it begins to breed maggots. Here. The real definition of family. The person next to you will see all your faults and shortcomings. And sometimes it may affect you. Their shortcoming has to affect you. That's what makes family. But with their shortcoming destroy you never. What are we going to sing now? Let me hear you. We're in another class of soul winning, isn't it? Everywhere, wait now. Everywhere, you I'm talking to. Everywhere there are souls is where you'll find every national. Every single place. 
if a person is constantly abusive to you and talking about da, 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 just know those are appointed to destruction leave it move it. jesus said it as well so don't say oh are you supposed to abuse them instead of god jesus said when you go to the city he said when you come into a house tell them the peace of god he said if there is a son of peace there they will accept your peace if they are no sons of peace he said take your peace back so don't teach me about being good and turning the blind eye or the next cheek. No, he said, take your, take your body. Don't let them be stopping. Take your body and go elsewhere. Because they are not sons of peace. They are sons of wrath. So when someone has sinned and they want to be abused, take your peace back and move to the next one. I just want to convince them. Let me tell you. There are, I've seen people on the street smoking Igbo marijuana. And I walk past and they stop and say, Pastor me. That's all I need. That, that's fine. I'm not going to tell them, oh, thou shalt not smoke marijuana. And, um, no, I don't need them not to smoke marijuana. I need, them, I need the knowledge of the glory of God. It's knowledge. It's acknowledgement. That's him. How do you feel with fame and all these things happening to you? I don't feel anyhow. It is you wanting to feel because you're looking for and you won't get. I'm not looking for. I don't care. I don't care about church. I don't care about congregation came. This person came to church. This person didn't come. This person is a giver. This person. I don't care. I care about the knowledge of the glory of God filling the earth and any instrument, any vessel that is available. And God and says, God, you can use me. I'll work with them. From the top wrong person that you call devils. Any devil that is still alive is convertible. Unless they've heard this gospel and they reject the peace. If I see Satan, I'll still offer him this gospel. I'll say, listen, you see what I've done to you in this city, right? You should know that there is God and you can't win. Yeah, are you going to come back nation? He says, can I see people that I look like? They said, lots of them. Lots of them. You, you know what you read. Do you read newspaper? Oh, man. So winning is going to get more interesting. I've told you how you're going to do church next. It's simple. Gather all. And you should have crusade. I've told you nothing less than O2. Oh, the other place in the city, thousands of people don't need long preaching. Jesus preached and converted the best souls in houses. And he did the biggest healings in crusade. So not this Sunday, the coming one. It's just going to be three different churches preaching either from penthouse or from your own family hq just preach the word it's fine yeah what are you saying
Jesus breathe Jesus breathe Lord have your way Lord have your way
is Jesus. I just want you to worship Jesus wherever you are. Just worship. Now it can air your worship more. Accusers bring you to a point where everyone can see your faith. See this faith, see it.
Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus, man libra dosali kabarande liakataya. Jesus. Father, tonight in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the gospel of the kingdom. We thank you for what you're doing in this geographical location, this nation at this season. We thank you for all those that you have appointed for eternal life that are watching tonight. We thank you for those who are not watching, but you're bringing because you've appointed them. I thank you for a fresh set of leaders. I thank you, Holy Ghost. Spirit of the living God, our prayer tonight still remains. Let the knowledge of the glory of God fill the earth. As the waters cover the sea. Let your knowledge... cover the earth <laughs> as the waters cover the sea of God that's right almighty God huh. that's whom you are almighty God the great I am oh Lord Adonai Adonai, Adonai, Elohim, Elohim, Almighty God, Almighty God, that's whom you are. Almighty God, Almighty God, the great, the great I am. Worshiping, you know your condition, you know where you've been brought to, you know what's up. So just lift up your voice and say, You're the only I'm not an almighty person, not perfect. Almighty God, Almighty God, the great I am, the great I am, Yeah. 
tonight. Almighty God. That's who you are. That's who you are. Almighty God. Almighty God. The great I am. The great I am. Oh, tonight. I hope your home is filled with worship. Your leaders worshiping right now. Forget about sleep. Almighty God. Almighty God. The great I am. The great I am. Adonai. Elohim. Elohim. Let me tell you something. From Asher's house, every attack against me failed. We went Lucia. It was called stretch. Money tried to stop us. It failed. I can count things, causes, people, da-da-da, and they all failed. Offerings in post failed. BBC failed. They are the ones going down. It's their stroke getting cancelled. We're here. There's no single person of importance of worth that is not praising and supporting you today. Only riffraffs will hide behind computers. Everything fails. So when we worship, and that's not because we're perfect. Actually, sometimes it's because we're caught in the heart of adultery. Whatever that means. I, I don't do adultery, so don't. I'm just saying. That meta, metaphorically, right? But this almighty God, the one who says, for those whom he called, he justified. And those whom he justified, he glorified. Those, and that is his ranking. And that's why a person like me can say, I've seen 15 years. I've seen. So I can't care. What well, that makes us more is more truthful and rugged with soul winning. Hope nothing is going to give me boundaries. I set the, we set the boundaries. And people stop us on the street and say, how can I join your stuff? They don't even know church. They don't know it's called church. They just say, how can I? That is going to be, that's true about your own personal story because it's not about pity, it's you. It's not pity that Satan wants to change their mind about giving, about sacrifice, about leading. It's not pity. He knows my mind is made up. I'll, I'll die tomorrow if I need to and it won't bother me not going to think, oh, I've got kids, I've got... No, when it comes to assignment, please, please. So it's no pity, it's you. On the night that Jesus was being tried, it's his disciples. He said, but Peter, I've prayed for you that your faith will not fail. This is the night we worship. You've all, if you're still standing in the nation today, there's no new thing you want to hear about no leader. You, you probably say, I even have my own bad or good experience. Fine, yeah. That's why beauty. It's at that point that your own story is forming as the story of the leader is forming. Mark my words, five years, six years, it's only going to be the nation family everywhere. It's either you're part of them leading or you're part of those who they are leading. It's a beautiful time to be alive. I want to say to the family heads, 
there is nothing that can stop you from fulfilling destiny. It's impossible. You grow in grace. No words. If a person, if God intentionally looked at a person and said, you, you will not amount to anything in life. And they are unimportant. Their voices are not heard. It is not you that should magnify that voice. He said, therefore, exhort God in your heart, singing hymns to him and melody, not all. Look at what the one person said. Out of hundreds of people watching, hundreds. Worship God. Live by faith. Be daring and soul winning. I'm beginning to see people creating their sphere of influence. You've built people in the house, you're now influencing other people, youngest, oldest, outside of the four walls. And the only way it keeps working is that you look at your family, they are connected to, 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 to your global leader, and we keep, it's the same style. We must not break that rank. It will mess up. So we're not going to be uniform, but we'll be uniformed, if you get what I mean. For the world, we're not going to be uniform, but in-house, we're uniformed. It's one mind. If I'm announcing to you now that the time to reply on little people on person, your first year, who is this person? He's hiding, checking, changing. That's an unimportant thing. God has given you bigger influence now. You are in the face of the nation. I know where to turn to anymore. It's like nation family. You've cornered the old nation. And they say, like them, hate them. We have nowhere to turn to. Where they are here, we're here. So we're saying you might as well. What, what are you saying? I want to drag you till 4 a.m. Because I know you guys are active in the city. Active. So if you are sleeping now, you'll know you're not last in the city. Because what, made, what took us there is this, the Pastor Sam said it. Is this a life? Is this night? Is prayers like this and worship? That's what took us there. So how you got there, we don't know. You worked arithmetic, but one plus, you know when you're working mathematics and someone copied the answer. So soon, God is going to be checking how you arrived and say, uh-uh, you didn't get the answer. Uh-huh, you just copied someone. You're doing what others are doing, you know. So it's not your result. You're just adding things up. Uh-huh. So what got us there is this night. What, the reason why we're there is that we can keep alive at this time. And I say, anyway, I'm tired now. You're, hmm. No, no, you didn't get there. You're just playing there. You're not part of us. This is how we got there. This is how we remain under every tempest and turmoil. This is how we remain. So if you are home now, it doesn't matter how much Louis Vuitton is in your room. If you are sleeping now, you didn't get there. It's not yours. It's the wealth of the just piled up for the, I mean, just piled up for the just. Uh-huh. So le please, let's be clear. It is nights like this. There was no Bentley. There was no Rolls Royce. There was nothing. There was a little Benz that took us all the way from Beckham or, or Elephant to Ashburn and praying all through. And praying days and coming back praying. This is how we got here. I don't know how you are working your mathematics. If they admit you into a group because you were too live it on that, it will soon fade away. New season will still come. And there will be no new BBN. New season will come. Or L or N or whatever. So calm down. 
know that before any other thing came out, we were here. The only people we don't see anymore, the people who are accused and abused, they will usually fade away. Sometimes they will die young, sometimes they will get into their own problem. Accusers change, we remain. Accuser watching, abusing, you will go. Soon, something will happen around you and you will go. You'll be gone before we know it. Have you seen that they are named? 2015, it's not the same names attacking you that is attacking you now. You wonder where the old ones are. Life has happened. They are gone. But guess what? We are still here. Still here. How did we get here? Nights like this one, we just pray. And it doesn't look like there is any future or anything. We're just praying. So that isn't that your worries? Yeah, we're praying, we're in the world, but it doesn't look like anything is going to happen. It's because you're not appointed to eternal life, sister. When you're ready and you talk to me, I'm dragging you till morning like they don't. Jesus prayed until they don't, right? If you notice someone that is usually active and they are not on, tell them. How did you arrive at the city? In the highest. We're just going to worship and uh, maybe till three. If your head of family or group leader or your house leader is in our own room, just say, I just, I just, I just want to be, go and knock on the door and say, listen, I want to just hold down and pray with you. Go and wake them up. Don't let them destroy you. So I just, this is a moment where um, I want to be alone. No, sis. And I'm going to be alone wearing this together. <laughs> I just, this is the moment where at the middle of the night, I just want to watch PT and focus. They're asleep. They're fast asleep. Go and wake them up and let's worship together and just pray. Hey, you can't dig your own future. You can't build your own future. He is the builder of all things. Higher. Higher. 
light. Jesus, you be lifted or any of the leading houses, you go to your house leader and say, I just, this is the moment I want to join hands with you and worship. Let, let every watchman over their house stand right now as we worship. So don't sleep, sister. Don't, don't do it on a serious note now. I'm not preaching to the whole world. So all those sneaking in, I'm not talking to you. It's a moment where the whole nation family, I don't care if that's 10 people or 10,000. I don't want to know. This is a moment where we all stand upon our watchtower. And what God told me just as we worship, He said, He's given people new keys to inventive doors, inventions. God is going to do new work in your heart tonight. At this moment, it's the time that we spend time like this with God. That He begins to give us new keys to new doors, new frontiers. Something will snap. This, everyone the 12 lines of giving this is the time that you get the, what you need to meet your own target and go beyond this is the moment these are the moment that brought us this far this is a moment that kills all the enemies and raises all the people that this is this is the final moment for us so don't 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 slack don't let any of your house leader or whatever be asleep right now or in sin right now don't do it this is, a, this is a watch moment of the nation family, of the Spark Nation. This is a watch moment. This is a moment where you receive strength to run the race. This is the moment where everything changes. So this, is strength. this is the protection moment. This is why the devil cannot touch us. This is why every witch and wizard and demons writing newspaper, this is when they cannot conquer. This is the moment that God holds them in chain and derision. This is our moment. This is a moment where you become unstoppable nation. So I need all leaders rising. This is not the moment to doze off. Don't doze off. Don't roam around the city and doze off at this moment. Don't do it. This is a strength moment for the nation. This is a defining moment. We crown you king of kings. Let me hear you guys. Come on now. We crown you. Lord. We crown you king of kings. King of kings. So snatchers, this is a moment to stand upon your watchtower. There are many, many young people that God is bringing in. They are ready. The harvest is ripe. Laborers are few. We pray, oh God of harvest, send out laborers. Send out laborers. Raise laborers. This is the moment. Stand upon your watchtower right now.
for assignment. Empower me for this call right now. I receive fresh grace. I will not be weary as a giver, as a leader, as whatever you've called me to. I will not be tired. Receive strength in the name of Jesus. You are glorified. You reign upon your throne. Can I see the comment, oh, please? I don't I care about it. Can I see the comment? House. 
In the you name of Jesus, stay out. Worthy, so. You are worthy, you are worthy, From Paris. Lord. In the name of Jesus, this tracker household, recruitment house. You are worthy, you are the Don't so. Kilburn, locked in from the HQ. Gospel of Peace House in Thamesmith, Fortune House. For you are pouring out. Not in the name of Jesus. Shoot us here. Alive and worship There is grace. Fresh grace. Fresh oil. Beverly Hills. In Jesus' name. Lil Shop. Lagos Nigeria. In the name of Jesus. Oil. New Keys. Back in. Nations Pillar. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, God has extension. The HQ everywhere, the glory of God. Fresh. Wait, wait. I heard God say to me tonight, and I have five more minutes. You know, you already have ways you wanted to solve a problem or deal with a matter. God says from tonight, He will give you fresh ways. Remember, He has 1,000 ways when we have none. And 1,000 is only limited to words. Meaning, no matter how much you turn and you can't find a way to something, you're saying, God said I'll be a billionaire. I can't find a way. How? He has a thousand. Now, when does, look, one day, oh my God, Malia Kataya, I, we saw a building. And the church wanted to move from um, Novotel and we're shortening Novotel, Lancaster, I mean, not Lancaster, Novotel Picture House. And we wanted to move. Then we got a building and I went into that building. Listen, you've never seen anything as dilapidated as the fourth floor. Forget the old building. That floor, that floor was like 50, 60 rooms, cubicles for Eastern Europeans. Messed up. We had not a penny. We have nothing. And we, I knelt down to worship and God showed me exactly the picture of how we should build. From the moment you see the picture of how to build, guess what? Provision was there to build it. Turn that fourth floor to a paradise. I have not started praying. I just knelt down. And I just saw it. And it, that's what God is doing. So when we don't have any way, He has a million plus ways. That's what He's got. So in every house tonight, if we can all believe, it's going to do a walk that it will, will tingle in the ears of those who hear it. Uh, let's worship for three more minutes, right? Whatever you're saying is all you're saying. We're all just going to worship. Again, you've passed. There is no single important person at 3 a.m. locking in to abuse you or to say stuff that they know nothing about. They, they can't, there's not one important person. Not one. So don't, 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 don't. He ignore the word of an unimportant person and focus on what I'm saying. Here now, still my heart.
Let your voice be heard. Still my heart, still my heart. Everywhere you've wandered to, call your heart back now. Everywhere you've wandered, wandering all around, call it back. Let's sing that. Do you know the song, actually? No? Because I know that you are I just here. needed two verses. I know that you are you can go back to the lyrics now. I've greeted all the houses. Thank you. my heart, let your voice be your life. Spirit, breathe. Fix my eyes on the things that I can see now. Spirit, breathe. Spirit, breathe. Spirit, breathe. Like the wind, come have your way. Cause I know, I know, cause I know that you are in now. All I know, all I know is I know that you are in now. Let your voice be your life. Can I have one leader? Do you know it? Sing it. Spirit, breathe like the wind. Because I know, I know that you are Fix my eyes, it's on the things that I can see now. Spirit breathe, spirit breathe, like the wind come have your way. Worship you, Jesus. Thank you. That's right. Let's go again. Holy, you are holy. 
as we close tonight, I know the thought that I think towards you, thought of good and not of evil. I believe without any doubt, God has held this nation ransom, so to speak, and has raised the most amazing set of leaders. Right now, right here, a new story starts for the nation family. A upward trajectory, lifting beyond our imagination. Because leaders have grown more responsible and keen. Not responsible according to the logic of man, but responsible according to everyone's call over their life. It's called growth. You see that kind of growth, you cannot force it. You have to, you preach it. But it doesn't mean the guy living will not go and sin. You have to allow it to grow. We've allowed it and we're standing. Now we're standing on holy grounds. There is not one single person unimportant here. Not one single person. The season of criticism or anyone saying anything is over now. You can't even pay attention to those. Now there is a new story. There is a new set of souls. The souls I meet on the street that stop us and say, can we join them? When is your church reopening? They are not locking around. They are not frivolous people. Most, almost all of them that I've met. They've been through things in their life and they probably still have their ends in many things, probably. But right now, God has put you in a position that they cannot not see you. So it's glory time, guys. Play around the city. Do all that you do. Buy what you want. All of that. But hey, listen to me. The moment that defines you, either because you have access to get it or it defines you because you don't. Because you don't. The don't will say, oh, you see what they are doing. It's still as bad. It doesn't mean anything. Right now, there is a call. There's going to be a, a serious sudden eruption of many souls into the nation family, Spark Nation, beyond what we've ever seen before. It's coming. I told you before, Mike, even those who criticized me also, they wrote it in newspaper. They said he's been saying there will be a massive good and it did happen. So it must not be normal. There's something he's doing. Listen, there is something. As a return the folks' money, no, I can't. I've spent it. It's late, though. I can't do. But if you do give me a fresh one, I will make sure to give people one, one pound back per time. I can't. It's late. Right now, guy, listen. God is going to do what would marvel people in positions of power. They'll be marveled at your kind of people. You've allowed growth. You've allowed maturity. Nothing moves you anymore. Are you ready for this? Let me just see. amen. I'm ready. Let me see from all over the world, wherever you're watching from. And can I tell you one of the mysteries? I'm seeing growth and many influx of souls. I don't even know how that, I don't know what that means. I just know what I see. Are we going to meet as a church again? I don't know. God leaves that as a gray area. 
so that we don't know. We just speak what everyone says and shows. Because now you have nothing to fear. Not the opinion of people. There is many opinion. And the opinion is free. Opinion is cheap. It's not for keen minds. Are you ready? Are you ready? Tomorrow morning, I'm going to be meeting with the leaders. Again, I mean, you'll you get, you get an alert if you're one of them. So don't sit in the corner and say, so I'm not a leader. Calm down. I'm not going to do. We're going to meet again. And we're going to talk about, and they will come and repeat to you what we've discussed. So it's cool. It's going to be awesome. By tomorrow, I mean this morning, Saturday, 11 a.m. or so. Praise God. What a powerful word again from Pastor Sam. That word is so inspiring. What a powerful follow-up by Pastor Dami. That's so inspiring. Again, I commission you to win souls. Live the best of your life. Fear nothing. But God, love God, love people, worship Jesus, follow leadership, locate all the lines available. You should look for lines. Lions won't look for you. Locate all the lines. and I'm, a, I'm up to something, guys. I'm up to something. You will see it late in August or mid-August. I'm up to something in the city. I'm, I'm about to do something. It's going to be crazy. So, but that's PT. Just leave PT, the brand PT. I'm up to something, guys. I'm saying, what have you not done? What, what could you possibly be up to this time? Things come up, guys. It's not my fault. Things just come up. <laughs> Praise God. Very inspiring. Amen and amen and amen. Praise God. What are you going to close with? Let's, let's let you choose the one you know now. Amen. That would be too slow to close with. I really wanted to do this till four, but I pity you guys. I've been seeing you roaming around the earth. <laughs> so I pity you. Let me let you be and let me let you rest. Praise God. Praise God. What do you say? Ah, God. Awesome. Thank you, Livingstone. Powerful. Hide me, hide me from the rain. Our God, keeps me. Let's go till 4 a.m. I love you, Bonita. Bonita is special, you know. That's right. Just go for it. Next week, yeah. I love you all. You guys are special.
guys are awesome. I love you all. Thank you, Pastor Yasha Nation. I'm special too. I'm the GOAT, greatest of all time. You, Pastor Tommy, all the way from Canada. Love you, man. He's holy. 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 And he's awesome. Yes, he's awesome. Mommy Bishop, you know I love you still. He's mighty. He's mighty. He's mighty. He's mighty. He's mighty. He's mighty. And he's awesome. Laila, I love you. Jennifer, Bonita, JF, King David, I love you, Phoebe Addict. Anyone that I don't see on the line, I know they are sleeping. Remy, I love you. Revival House Prosperity, Tumiche, Esther Clark. He's faithful. Zainab, Ajia Zainab. I'm not going to call everybody's oh, name, but those that I suspect are sleeping, I'll call your name. Our Father, our Father, Queen Kate, our Father, Pastor Ben. Oh, he's awesome. I've not seen yes, Pastor Obi, I've not seen Pastor Enrique. Major suspect tonight, Miriam Bola Mola. I've not seen her once. I've been texting her. I sent pictures of Fendi and Gucci. No reply. Ah, she's asleep. Sing now. I've been texting her, she's not replied. Then I said, okay, let me send Fendi and great shoes. No response. She's sleeping. Gone. But our, pro our prayer protects you, don't worry. Tofumi, Bezer, Claudette, Ivy, Esther, Sandra, the person that is called Aeroplane, Naomi, Seller. What's wrong with these people? Me from the rain. Oh, God is so what rain? So Change this thing so now. Abba, Afolabi, love you guys. Kevin, okay, I'm not going to read 1,000 names out. Micah Abraham, you still haven't come to see me. Is it me or you? Aeroplane, I thank you too. Lemel, Lemel, I've not seen you for like 35 years. From heaven I love you still. Shadia, Pastor Shadia, Ricky, Jenny, Pastor Jenny, Christiana. See names just flowing in. This is a lot, man. Nikisha. So if I miss your name, pardon me. It's, it's mad. It's fun. Romelo, this quiet. No, they are very much awake. They are doing a lot. Karin Kobe Jackson, I love you. The Nation, Mavs, I love you. Adechi, that's Pastor Mo. Pastor Diola, Chris Mo, love you too. Ivy, love you. Thank you. Hector, I can call 300 names to 4 o'clock, right? Ashley, Victoria, love you all. Tony, Toyasi, Pastor, that guy. Love you too, that guy. Okay, Josh, Josh Billion. Oh God, thank you. This is so powerful.
is an awesome. Love it to Michael, precious. Son of a dog. Big no. Love of God, God is an awesome God. Let me go before the media shut me down and say, um, the engine blew apart and um, we're trying to resuscitate it. Now I'm going to go have dinner and then, um, and then we can, yeah, I'm still going to eat tonight. It's just past three. Imagine time in heaven is just like morning. So there's probably still eating the fruit. Good morning. I love you all. God bless you. What a blessing tonight. God bless you. Enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy your weekend. Have fun. Love you always. Love you all. Even if I we're not seeing, you know I'm saying you. I love you all. God bless you. Thank you. What are you saying? He really is a great God. He really is a great God. He really is a great God. Everybody say he is a great God. He really is a great God. He's the awful God. He is a great God. Yeah, dinner. Yes, he is. He's a great God. Yes, he is a great God. He's a mighty God. He is a great God. I see you move. You move the mountains. I believe. I see you do it. You made a way. Was no way, and I believe I see you do it. I see you, you move the mountains. I believe I see you do it. You made a way where there was no way. I love you all. You guys are awesome. He really is a I just great want to get to the end. He really is a great God. He really is a great God. He's a mighty God. He really is a great God. He really is a great God. I can do that till four. I'm just looking for things to do. Don't stop, man. For them, I'm having we're my blessed. fun. We're blessed. 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 I'm just telling you, I really want to punish everybody tonight. Where were you before? She's back. Let's see his back, guys. We we Obi has used prayer to kill their creativity. For the devil is defeated. We are blessed. We're blessed. She's back. She's back. We're 
so that you can have some few hours of sleep. Not as if tomorrow morning you're going anywhere. You're going to serve riches. More so that Pastor Sam has said that there are souls dead. Ah, let's go so winning. I saw Pastor Nikki on video in Dio. So we are infiltrating. So in my head I thought, you, you're trying to win the soul of the sales guy or who? Like, who are you going to infiltrate in Dio? I don't know, but anyways... Then I called Pastor Aziza. She was sick last week. I said, watch now. When I call her, I said, Aziza, how are you? Hello, sir. You didn't know they just saw herself in some mad mini sketch. She's just rolling. And I called her. Then she said, oh, I pity you. know." And then she said, how, how are you? She said, well, you know, I'm just so sad. Like you're upstairs, you're in selfages. <laughs> How bad can things get there? You just had it. You said you had a brain surgery on Saturday. How? It's beautiful, guys. I love you guys, man. It's beautiful. Let me let you go. Anyone has anything to say? 
Now I can reply to those who have been, I mean, they said there's one person changing their car. I can reply now. No, I don't want to reply. I don't have time. I got plantain upstairs. Randy, I really want to let you go. Thinking of what else to do. What did I do? Till the end of the road, still I can't let go. It's unnatural. You always wanted to sing for the world. This is your opportunity. You never wanted to sing for Jesus. Hey, I'm just giving you an opportunity. Shine, shine, baby, shine. Shine, gifty, shine. Gifty Diddy, shine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. We go, we go, we go, shine. Mm. Oh, the world still, still I can't oh my days. let go. Are you, are you hearing? Are you it's hearing? Natural. You belong to me. I belong to you. Unnatural, you belong to me. I belong to you. Yeah. She doesn't sing unbelievable. She's COD. What are you what are you doing? You want her to corrupt herself and then Pastor Obi says, Go on seven days fast. People have accused COD of praying until G Wagon came. And we found them in Akasan. Uh, easy. They find them in Akasan. There's no more seven days fasting, no pressing in. Five in Akasan. See, this car looks like Fazobi's car. Midnight when these people should be praying. That's just some cars that just don't do. Yeah. How can you pray this much and pressing and you end with, um, uh, what's that? Boys to men. That's what I'm saying. In hell, Satan is saying, okay, wait, wait. All this while I feel they, they're gone. These guys are determined. Then they, he had boys to men, and he comes and says, hey, are you still here? <laughs> oh, my days. What else should I do? Set us free. Set you free. BLM. Free my child. Let him go. I think, wait, 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 I think I'm the one bound to, the first time I entered a person's car and heard gospel music playing was today in Pastor Bookie's car. Other people's car that have taken me, I just sit there, just, I hear what they are, I just, look, I've preached for years about this thing, this time I'm just what can I do anymore? Hope he's there just rolling and singing. So I'm thinking, should I start preaching to him? Should I say I don't approve? So I'm the one that is bound. You set me free from London. Set me free. Let them open borders and let's see who is free from who. Oh yeah, let's sing it, shall. Feel me. No chains are holding me. 
Ozzy is back again. Voice to mention that I will never sing it. I will never sing it. Jesus, baby. Go for it. I love you all. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. I love you all. See you Sunday. See all this service. The title's City of David. It's going to be a madness. Uh-huh. I'm only stopping this because of the fear of Gary.